that you have everything in order? Yes, sir. What have I told you to repeatedly call me, you peon? Your lordship, sir. That is correct. If you ever do not call me by your lordship again, then you will be severely punished. Yes, sir, your lordship, sir. I assume that the target is in the sights of this ship? Yes, sir, your lordship, sir. Then, on the count of three, we will fire and take over the Knights of the Realm. Do you understand? Yes, sir. What? Yes, Lordship, sir. Sir, I have one question, though. Yes? Are you wanting to hit the button on the count of three, or, like, right after three, do we hit the button? Good help is so hard to find. Can we not hit the button? What was that? Your pizza is ready, sir. How many times have I told you all that we do not eat until after we are victorious? Yes, yes, sir, your lordship, sir. I do apologize, but the, the microwave did go off. Microwave pizza again? Do you not understand that we are fixing to take over the Knights of the Braille? Yes, sir. I do understand that, Your Lordship, sir. But you did order... Will you get on with the task? Yes, sir, Your Lordship, sir. Okay, you peon captain. Aim the laser. It is aimed, sir. I I know that. But I'm doing it for a dramatic effect, you understand? Uh, yes, yes, your lordship, sir. Very well. Do not interrupt me again. Do you understand? That does mean answer. Yes, yes, sir, your lordship, sir. Okay, on the count of three. You I no, I hit the button at hold on, look at Yeah, I hit the button at three. One two the braille with such idiotic help yes yes sir your lordship sir 
Hey everybody, this is Richard for Knights of the Braille. I'm doing a solo uh, gig today. Going to go over a few things here before we get to the creator of the Star Wars 5e universe. I want to talk about the KWF here, the Knights Wrestling Federation. It is a play-by-post tabletop role-playing game that is still a work in progress, combining both the squared circle as well as worldwide wrestling by Nathan Pauletta. Be sure to look up both of those on Drive Through RPG. It is, of course, like I just said, still a work in progress, but you can join at any time, even though other people may eventually get to level 10. That does not mean that you cannot join at level 1. That is the beauty of the play-by-post format with the Knights Wrestling Federation is that anybody can join at any given time. So be sure to jump in and join if you're interest interested. I will be more than happy to help you create a character. Or, you know, be sure to download the step-by-step -step guide as well as check the podcast feed for the guide on how to do it. Again, would love to have you. Hope you're enjoying the KWF. I also wanted to announce that there is a new game coming up every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, which is 10 a.m. Central, uh, where it is a player versus player type of thing called the Thursday Throwdown. Uh, be sure to check out that channel. Anyone can have access to that and jump in and play at any time. This upcoming Thursday will be at level 2. It is a lot of fun. I have jumped in and had a character in that and it was a blast. Uh, Lobo does a fantastic job and you have heard his voice on both the Rhymers as well as the Star Wars 5e Star Knights podcast. Again, uh, we hope that you're having fun. That is some of the news that is going on with Knights of the Braille. Uh, with uh, my games that I run. Uh, again, you know, just know that the Knights Wrestling Federation is a play-by-post and is a ongoing process to try to convert to the play-by-post format because they are intended for tabletop role-playing game in person so it is a work in progress some things do not work for play-by-post so it is a modification but we would love to have you you can contact me on discord bean7483 number sign 1561 look me up on twitter at richardbean83 i'm also on facebook I do control the Knights of the Braille Facebook group. And you can also email me at D-A-L-E-J-U-N-I-O-R-F-A-N-8-3 at gmail.com. Again, we would love to have you. I am also searching and asking for anyone out there who's ever had a fun idea for a commercial or a product. It does not need to be serious. It can be serious if you so wish it to be. But to please record it and send it to me so that we can break up some of these longer podcasts with a commercial in there to kind of 
give you a little bit of a break to catch your breath and to regroup. Uh, Jim is running a play-by-post Warhammer fantasy game as well as a Warhammer fantasy where they meet on the Discord every other Sunday afternoon, I believe. Uh, Jim is also running a zombie game that he converted from the alien RPG format using a lot of it. It is a lot of fun. I have jumped in there with him as well. Uh, so it is a lot of fun and it meets every other Saturday. If you have any questions, feel free again to contact me or Jim. We'll be more than happy to help you out. If there's anyone out there who is looking for a game, uh, we are also looking for other game masters uh, to run a variety of games, whether it is Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Warhammer, any other role-playing game out there. Um, also, there is a Dungeon World campaign being run by Matt, also known as Blind Fury. You have heard him here on the podcast before. He is the most intelligent one of the three of us, of course. Uh, if you're interested in Dungeon World, I'm sure you can contact him and he will be willing to answer any questions that you may have. I do believe that is it for me right now. Uh, so again, thank you for listening and I'm going to uh, combine this and let you hear the interview with Steven. Hello r slash blind. Have you ever wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons? Well, Knights of the Braille has a Discord server. Simply click the link below to join. We host sessions for new players. No site? No problem. We have accessible character sheets and dice rolling apps. We make it easy so that anybody can play. Join Knights of the Braille today. Hey everybody, I'm Richard. Uh, unfortunately, Jim could not be with us today because he decided he wanted to wander outside and he got lost for whatever reason. You know, we know he uh, he's Canadian so and British at the same time, so we can't help that. But anyway, I'm doing a uh, solo adventure today in, in a pun for Star Wars. And to give you the uh, traditional warning, you know, I may offend you, although we all know it's Jim or Jesse that usually offends you. So if you're easily offended, then I suggest that you hit stop or delete and move on with your life. Uh, we are Knights of the Braille, and today I have a very special guest uh, with me. Um, I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I have the uh, creator of the Star Wars 5e universe, tabletop role-playing game, 
uh, or adventure, whatever you want to call it, with me. And uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yep, so you may know me as Galifile, but in real life I go by Steven. Alright, um, so would you prefer me to call you Galifile or Steven? Whatever feels natural, I don't care. Uh, I can call you an Ewok then. Uh, uh, but anyway, um, I do appreciate you coming on the episode with us. Uh, like I said, I am a huge Star Wars fan. I'm not as knowledgeable about uh, most of the lore as I would like to be, but, you know, that is what it is whenever there's so much other information in my head that I can't take it all in. Um, I do have, uh, you know, a few questions for you here. We'll try to keep it brief so that, you know, we can all get back to our real life. Uh... How long have you been playing tabletop role-playing games in general? Um, I started probably about seven years ago. A buddy invited me to a 3.5 game. Uh, we played about half a dozen sessions and then actually migrated to 5th edition because it was right about when 5th edition came out. So seven years ballpark, I don't know exactly. I uh, played through that campaign, lasted 10 or 20 sessions, something like that. And then from there, I haven't really played. I've been exclusively DMing, basically. Isn't it always fun, like, you start off as playing, and then, like, we need a DM, and you either volunteer or voluntold to be yep. a DM, and then you hardly ever get to play anymore? Yep, I volunteered. Uh, I created a new play group, but, uh, yep, forever ah. DM. Awesome, awesome. I, I do enjoy it. I, um, of course, run the Star Wars 5e campaign out here, and I DM for a, uh, another group, um, which is in D&D 5e, and currently we're doing the Rhyme of the Frostmaiden campaign. Um, I'm, I'm one of those that prefer the, uh, pre-written, because that's less work, less time that, you know, I actually had to devote to it, because there's not a whole lot of time, you know, when you think about it. Right. Um, what, what do you prefer? Do you prefer the pre-written, or you straight up homebrew, or kind of a combination? Um, so I've run Lost Minds of Fandelver, and then from there I've done all homebrew. So I prefer uh, I prefer homebrew, I think, rather than writing uh, pre-existing adventures because I can kind of guide the story where I want it to go, and uh, I like to improv more than pre-plan. So I, th I think it's easier for me to just do homebrew. Right, I, I can understand that. In fact, um, that's what uh, the star wars 5e group is doing is the actually it's the lost minds of kessel that uh can be found on the sw5e server you know shameless plug there for the for the group um and the way i usually do it is i'll take like the pre-written campaign and kind of add a little bit of flavor in there to it use it as a baseline and then you know go off from there uh, right but uh we'll get into a little bit more star wars stuff here um, what's your favorite Star Wars character? Uh, I've, I'm, I'm pretty basic, so Han Solo. I like, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy the Jedi, I enjoy the Sith, but I've always been more, uh, gravitated more towards, like, the smuggler, scoundrel type. I gotcha. Um, I'm a, I'm a Chewbacca fan, you know, of course, and then, um, ah, oh, I can't, Darth Maul. I just, because that was one of the last movies that I actually saw before I lost my sight, and he, the way he looked was just really, really cool to me. You know, so it's like, oh yeah, I'm a fan of his. Yeah, that's pretty much still the case. He's still probably the most badass-looking Sith. Yes, yes. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, granted, you had, um, you know, Darth Sidious, but he just, to me, what I remember is he looked just like an old man. You know, yep. what's, what's really cool about that? 
That's it. He's, a, he's an old man with a really wrinkly face and a ca- and a cowl. That's pretty much it. Yeah. 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 Um. Do you have a favorite Star Wars movie? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Easily. You know, it's 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 the best of all what eleven movies now by a landslide. Yeah. We could get into a discussion about the new ones that they're bringing out, but you know, we'll try to keep this on a happy up tier topic. Right. Uh, um. But uh, when did um? You said you started playing about seven years ago or so. When did Star Wars 5e come out? When did you get uh, the idea of it? So uh, that playgroup I established, um, we played through Lost Minds of Fandelver, and then I wrote a campaign based on Baldur's Gate because none of them had played that. After we finished the Baldur's Gate campaign, I offered to try to write something for a play in Star Wars instead. Um, and the, the one of the guys I played with, his name was Ricky. Uh, I was really big into Star Wars like I am. The other two, you know, liked it but weren't obsessed. So I wrote something pretty quick uh, over the course of about a month. It's really, really bad. Um, There was only four classes. I didn't do any species, I don't think, or maybe like a dozen species, something like that. Uh, Backgrounds were were copy-pasted from 5e. Um, So it was was really bad. We played it for about six months, and then that group fell apart. And uh, I kind of put it on the back burner and then didn't really touch it again until I moved to, I moved to Kentucky four years ago. And uh, I started my current job in April of 2018, and that's when I started. I had a lot of idle time at work, so I started working on this again in earnest. And then finally, the first public release was June 2018. All right. Not that you're working on this during work time, though. You know, we have to put that out there so that you don't get in trouble. Yeah, definitely not doing that. <laughs> um, what, what made you decide to start it? Was it just your sheer love of Star Wars, or did you want something different than straight up just D&D 5e? Um, it was really, I wanted to change a pace from like the traditional D&D sword and sorcery stuff. Yeah, and I really like Star Wars, so it was really both of those things together. I gotcha. See, I'm asking the good questions. You know, unlike Jim, who is usually the co-host and the one who created Knights of the Braille, like I said, he's British-Canadian. We have to forgive him. You know, um, I had recently come across this post, uh, I guess it was like a news headline or article that uh they were worried about the star wars 5e project you know the ongoing project going down because of disney and their copyright issues have have you run into any problems with it i have not had any issues with the content that i've written and released um so on the like dungeons and dragons which is the coast side the player's handbook does go well beyond the srd so so i could be shut down by wizards uh and then obviously the star wars ip i could be shut down by disney I don't profit. Um, I don't really care about profiting off this. Uh, I re- basically make enough money to pay for the website because I wouldn't pay that out of pocket because it's like 200 bucks a month. Uh-huh. Um, and that's that's really all, you know. So otherwise, I've had zero issue from any legal body, knock on wood. Right, and, and that's a good thing because, you know, I, the group that I run and myself, we, we absolutely love it, you know. Because as a kid, you know, watching the movies, like, I can't wait. I wish I could be a Jedi, you know, or right. like in your case, I'm sure you're like, I'd love to be Han Solo, you know, and to actually to get the chance to do that is, it's a lot of fun. Unfortunately, I can't find anybody who's willing to run a Star Wars 5e campaign so that I could actually be a Jedi, you know, but it is what it is. That's why I uh, created a C-3PO type droid um, called Johnny Six, and I get to annoy the crap out of them because none of them will, you know, take on the responsibility and run a the game. There you go. Um, 
I notice uh, I'm not very active on the Star Wars 5e Discord, unfortunately, because there's so many other people I get lost in the messages. But yep. uh, I do keep up with the um, new species or new race that seems to be posted about every week on uh, Thursdays, I believe. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, yep. So they're uh, expanded content. I release something every Thursday. Um, usually an archetype or a species. I need to get more backgrounds out in uh, in the world or just like customization options. I've got some stuff I'm working on right now that I'll release eventually, but I'm not happy with yet. Right. Um, what has been your favorite species that you have come up with so far? That I personally wrote, I probably like Deveronian. I think that's probably my favorite species as far as from a design perspective. Um, and then I always play Chiss personally right um i know i've looked at several of the species and everything that i've come across um should i say uh i have not found anything that i couldn't access that did not have a good description of what the species or the creature looked like and uh i for one is i'm sure most other you know blind people who have come across this really enjoyed the descriptions the the detailedness of them because it brings it to a visualization, you know, in our imagination. So thank you for that, most definitely. Uh, well, I can't really take credit for those. Most of that comes from Wikipedia, which is what, like, the number one source is for, uh, like, flavor-based content rather than mechanics. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, so where do, you, I guess you specifically, come up with your ideas for the different things that you put into the uh, SW5e content? Uh, most of it comes from discussion usually so we'll just talk about stuff you know get an idea and just talk about it and talk about it on the discord and then somebody might make make a suggestion or i just might have some kind of epiphany and then from there i just develop content using you know trying to use existing mechanics uh you know polishing or updating them as needed to fit new ideas yeah. and yeah that's pretty much it just like uh, i keep a bunch of working documents in gm binder which is where everything is written and yeah. uh, whenever I have a, an epiphany or, you know, any kind of breakthrough, I always make sure to take notes of it quickly. And, and that's also a very accessible website for people listening out there is the GM Binder. That is where I run the Lost Minds of Kessel, you know, as a base guideline from. Very, very accessible. Uh, as far as, like, the new characters, new species, things like that, can anyone submit characters to you? So what they do is, uh, on the Discord, it's broken down by, uh, like... T type so there's class chapters one for each of the 10 classes in which people can input archetype ideas or if they have species they can submit them in the species channel and then from there i'll usually go through and i'll pluck a few and clean up the language and uh just like basically polish it to fit in line with the other one right other right. ones and then from there uh, i keep a list of stuff that's all ready to go and then on thursday or on wednesdays uh, all of the patrons have access to a private channel on the Discord, and they get to vote on what the expanded content release will be for Thursday. Awesome, awesome. Um, when, whenever you started this, I'm, I'm sure the answer is going to be no, but uh, did you intend it to be accessible? I, I know, like, sighted people can use the site, you know, but as far as someone using a screen reader, had you ever thought about that, or was it intended to be accessible? Uh, that is not something that had ever come to mind to me. Um, it, you know, it's just not something I've ever, I've ever really had to think about. Uh, I know there are the, like, 
blind people have to can't obviously just read the site like normal so it has to be accessible for that and then there's also people who don't speak english well you know same idea so spanish and russian are the two that are the most popular most commonly asked for um and it's i mean it's beyond me personally i, I don't speak either of those languages to translate and i have no web development skills so as far as making the website accessible uh, I'm more than happy to make changes and update and adjust things to, to, to make it more accessible for people, but it's definitely not something I considered when we started. Uh, and, you know, I wasn't trying to put you on the spot, but yet I was sure. trying to put you on the spot. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not something, and you're not alone, it's not something that a lot of people or game developers actually think of because, you know, and, and it goes along with the blind community or visually impaired community as well. You know, out of sight, out of mind, if it doesn't, concern you directly then you don't think about it i know me personally it's one of those things that happens to me you know so you know we're not we're not upset you know we do appreciate the accessibility that is there and i for one appreciate you know every time i've contacted um zach that, zach yeah yeah um i mean he's fantastic uh been extremely helpful and so is the entire community you know on on facebook and um I'm not on uh, the, I don't follow it on Twitter, but yeah, I don't get on Twitter a whole lot anymore. But um, the, uh, I know that on the website, like I said, is extremely accessible. I have tried using the character builder, um, and unfortunately, like D&D Beyonds, it's not, it's usable for somebody who has low vision, but you know, I've run into a, a little bit of issue like with the screen reader, but I mean, I've, create enough characters that it's not one of those things that I necessarily have to use. I was just right. trying to like for ease of use because I hate doing math and yet I play and run many games. So, but, um, yeah, that, as far as I can recall, that is the only thing that I've come across that's not fully accessible and, and I can use it, you know? So, um, like I said, we do, we do appreciate everything that you do. Um, or that the whole entire community does, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is there, um, I know on the SW5E Discord, are there any places that someone who may be looking for a game can go find one and join in? Uh, so, LFG, obviously, there's always more people looking for a game than there are DMs looking for players, so... We don't support LFG on the Discord. It's it's not that it's a development Discord. It's not for that. There's a channel for DMs who are looking for players, and they will post their games and what they're looking for, and players can apply to them directly through right. private messages. But as far as for LFG, uh, that's not what our Discord is for. So no. Right. I know. Like I said, I'm a member of the Discord because I do get the uh, notifications when you know something new is posted by you. You know, to go out there and check it or get onto the Reddit and check it. But as far as, like, being active in there, I just... Not that I don't have the time, but it's like there's so many other people out there. By the time I get ready to post something, there's, like, 20 other ones ahead of me. And yep. with the screen reader, it's not one of the easiest things to do. Sure. Um, But uh, I know we had introduced you earlier as uh, Galophile or Steven. Um, how did you come up with the last name? I, I, because whenever I see you post, it's like, I just, I just love the last name. I don't know what you mean. Uh, pops up Steven Palpatine. Oh, Steve Palpatine. Oh, on Discord. Uh, yeah, yes, so that's, yes. that's a joke because that's the Emperor's name. The Emperor's name is Sheev Palpatine. And so it was right. just a natural pun to change that to Steve Palpatine. 
well, me personally, you know, I am a Sith fan because I mostly play like evil or characters like that. So, of course, I absolutely loved it whenever I heard it. And, you know, I think it's uh, fantastic. But uh, is there any other thing that you'd like to say or comment on before uh, we close out for today? No, not unless you got more questions for me. I could talk about this all day. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not smart enough to come up with more questions than what I had. Yeah, I was struggling with those. Um, I'm more one of those people that just like, you know, will talk back and forth and, sure, you know, do things like that. And um, that's the way that I, Jim and I usually are. So uh, let's see if I can think of any other, like, right off the cuff. Um, I'm the one being put on the spot now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> have you ever run across anybody else who is uh, blind or visually impaired that's playing in the Star Wars universe? Uh, no, you were the only person. I mean, I know obviously there has to be other people, but you're the only person I've known specifically, um, you know, visually impaired that plays at least for Star Wars 5e. I don't, I don't know about other games. I don't follow them, but right. I got you. Um, ah, that is something I do want to uh, talk to you about. Of course, whenever I've run a couple one shots before, I got familiar and comfortable enough with the rules to run a campaign. Uh, well, it was actually before I found the uh, pre-written ones out there that are pinned and, you know, anybody can get to from GM Binder. Um, the, I know you can't exactly call him Darth Maul, but there is like the Darth Maul-esque type character out there uh, that, of course, you, you know, you can copy and paste as a villain. Um, was that something that you had created or is that something that other people had submitted to you? Uh... That was definitely not me. Um, I For monster stat blocks, stat blocks that are appropriate for like players to fight, I write very, very few of those. I wrote the first version of uh, the Monster Manual Scum and Villainy by myself, um, but since then I don't write monsters anymore. I rely on other people to do it because I don't like doing it. Right, I got you. Um, but it was a lot of fun to take him and uh, wipe the party out. I mean, not that I did that specifically for that purpose by any means, um, but it was a lot of fun to play, but... Uh, I guess that's really about it. We'll have a short one this week. And uh, Mr. Steven, I do appreciate you uh, stopping by and talking with us and doing all that you do for us. Absolutely. And everybody, we will hear you next week.